Welcome back to Barely D&D, your sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This is Zach, your resident dungeon master, and I am thrilled to bring you today's episode of The Accidental Adventures, episode 66, An Elevated Perspective. Before we can get into today's excellent adventure, I need to recap last week's adventure, episode 65, Copper Riches. Trepidation within the subterranean layer of strange ruin of Biasta's Denondanek region left the fungi in confusing contention with the unexpected denizen of the space. The fungi offered ineffective attempts at calming the woman into whose home they had broken, eventually giving way to a small chase through the immense halls of the underground fortress. When a hasty choice to utilize Dimension Door from Roe left the party split between magical doors, the unfamiliar tiefling woman produced a previously unidentified wand of fireballs and reunited the group with a threat to blow the party away at the slightest threatening move. The group found themselves cornered by the sudden use of the mighty magic weapon and begrudgingly obeyed her commands to descend deeper into the humbling hallways and staggering chambers of the mysterious locale. Once the group entered a central throne room, the adventurers were instructed to disarm themselves on pain of their lives and were commanded to await the presence of the ambiguous individual which the frightened resident of this curious abode had previously hailed. No expectation could have prepared the fungi for the terrifying entrance of an ancient copper dragon who quite literally knocked the troop of travelers to the ground with the power of his arrival. A thundering voice was initially frightening, but the intimidating act soon revealed itself to be playful bluster, and the fungi were surprised yet once more to have this draconic individual introduce himself as Vilek the Amazing. This was an incredible revelation of its own, as the party not only found themselves in the presence of one of Yalabin's greatest historic figures of heroism, but learned that the legendary bard was not only not dead, but a dragon in disguise all along. The wayfaring band now rest in Vilek's wondrous lair, enjoying his near-stupefying company and conversation, hoping to learn more from this figure of folklore and to find a possible way to unite the intentions of this unexpected ally with their own goals. Without a further ado, let's get into today's excellent episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back <laughs> to Fairly D&D. This is your sort of, question mark, Dungeons & Dragons podcast. There's definitely dragons! And I think oh, we <laughs> and I think we found a dungeon. Yeah. Wait, you're totally oh right. Gosh. Today, this is uh, no, this help. is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. This is a D and D. Do we have to change our tagline? Yeah, Bailey D and D. You're definitely Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, definitely a D and D podcast. This is amazing. If you were confused, now you can be certain. Yeah, it is not monsters. But and does mazes. that count as a dungeon? Not really. The okay. layer, but there you are know, some. We can you guys just have layers and dragons. Yet. We can, we can. I think I've made seven. Seven layers are you like onions. Stop there? It's a good layers. number. Layers no, and dragons. I'll just make one every time I have an idea. Okay. Oh. Anyway, we're gonna pass this over to our uh, green-haired person. Not so our special guest. Uh, yeah. Jackie no, 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 no. She graduated from that. Okay. <laughs> I almost our said recurring cast member Jackie Butler. I almost said not so special guest, and then wait. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I will say how much it's still ingrained is your mom came in the door and goes, Jackie, bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I realized I totally didn't know that this was the first time that you'd been here. It was, yeah. That was bonkers. Anyway. I love it. It's beautiful. Wait, my what? mom did it. Thank you, I'm mom. Oh, that's true. We yeah. were at distance the other time. I know. I, she came in and I was like, hey, welcome back. And she was like, <laughs> was like nah. oh, where's your bathroom? And I was like, <laughs> I, was like I can't be. Oh. Okay. Crazy anyway, I'm going to pass dude. it off to our wonderful uh, permanent cast member, Jackie Butler. Thank Take you. it away. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we have the, uh, first of all, I have a fun fact. Did you know, bless you. 
Did you know that Tom Hanks was in a 1980s movie called um, Monsters and Mazes about the dangers oh. of Dungeons and Dragons? That's fun. We have to see that. <laughs> and second of all, I have your letter from the editor, but Ooh. it's not from the editor today because we don't have Melanie here, but we love Melanie. We miss her. Um, I miss her. So the question miss you, we miss you. is relevant to last week's episode. Um, if your character was a dragon, what would they hoard? Okay, you first. What? No, I asked the question. I can choose. Micah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait. Rocks. Who's the ba ba ba? Who's the ba ba ba? Oh, no. Zachary turned into a jazzy chicken, which I support. Okay. I'm trying to think of the person. Who would be? Abby just said. The dragon, Philek. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't. Oh, shoot. Never mind. Do you want me to do something different? <laughs> well, but we're in his dragon. Hard, so. We're yeah. about to know what he's going to hoard because we're going to ask mm. him. Mm. You already do. Yeah. yeah. What does he hoard? Treasure and company. No, what Chickens. does he hoard? Uh, the instruments. Conquests. Oh, well. Or guests. Oh, I would like. Hey, excuse yes. me. Can we have the the, the dude who's going to be the dragon and who's going to hold things? No. What? We just, we are, we're, we we're just in his house. <laughs> okay. Can we have <laughs> Alondra? Um, Alondra? How about Darren Ogweed? Who? I'm not going to tell you that. Um, that was clever, though. I see you, sneaky little dagger. <laughs> um, He'd hoard sad people. <laughs> when he kills them. I don't know. Who do you, who you dragon? What is he hoard? No. <laughs> Madam Me Score. No. Um, Madam Me Score. You know what she hoards. I think. I think. <laughs> secrets. Oh, what's her name? Alondra? No, the wizard that some oh, of us liked and some of us. Huh? Dorgan. I never know. The the girl, no, the wizard who some of us liked and some of us didn't like. Dolgos Lieutenant. Oh. Nobody liked her. Kaladra. Yeah. Kaladra. Okay. Nobody okay, liked gotcha. Wow, we really stumbled through that. <laughs> Craig, what are you what are you hoarding? <laughs> There's I would say Craig hoards. Mike is like Mike is staring into that. You have to drink your coffee. I swear. There's some space, Mike. I've got a session coming at you. You gotta wake up, buddy. We will go dunk your head in that pool. You gotta wake up, dude. We will pour you make water me on laugh you. Too hard, I'll cry. Do it. Cry. What are you gonna do? Oh, that's not. Okay, hold on, hold on. We gotta run a podcast. Okay. No, hey, so um, pick a so, Craig. <laughs> What in the actual head? Is that, okay, Mr. I'm in your shoes? No, yeah. a normal response. Go, <laughs> no, Craig, go! It's in the Sokovia course. Craig would award uh, no. various types of rocks. I feel like that's pretty like, social. Like the Perot Museum? <laughs> sure. I love rocks, man. Um, I, uh, I think that he would specifically hoard, like, rocks that seem that look like other things not just like types of rocks but like rocks that so show gemstones like a just rock cool with jesus rock. face in it i would say what? like both like if he finds a you rock know, like the toast <laughs> i know Dude, hey just talk assert if, confidence Micah. if he finds a rock that resembles like art or like a picture or, or something boz. or boz he would collect that along with gemstones but okay and passing off the stick to <laughs> someone else. Row? No. It's great. <laughs> bugs. Ro, no. Bugs. It would be bugs. Yeah, yeah, like an entomologist. Bugs and moss. And she would like, no, they'd be separate. 
bugs and moss. <laughs> Wait, did you say what moss about, or What moss? you couldn't see was that I was like, they'd be separate. Or, or, or like I said, like an entomologist. And then Abby gave this awkward smile and then her eyes got really big. She stared into nowhere. There's a pause. No, they'd be separate. No, I was thinking that she would like like arrange them and like arrange the bugs on the moss. Mm, no, you wouldn't want that. She would keep them separate. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are these so these would be living bugs or taxidermy bugs? A little bit of both. No, no. You definitely want those separate. She would. No, 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 no. no. She would. Uh, she would. Uh, Good Jeff Goldblum. She, no, 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 no. She would like. It would be shockingly pristine too. Like Greta's a dirty little little stinker. But the it like the the bug the bug collection would be like guys stop stop it you know what I mean <laughs> she she like the bug collection like you'd walk into this room in her house and it would be like completely swept <laughs> guys I, I did not know you you're like she's a dirty little I was like what 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 Abby don't finish that sentence I said stinker yeah it's okay now but I was scared for a second. <laughs> That is cool. I like that collection. Boz, what you would you do? You guys are mean to Bees, me. He's cool. Um, uh, Ro, what's what's she hoarding? Knuckles. <laughs> George, Whoa, George no. snorted his drink and stumbled out of the room. I heard knuckles. <laughs> Terrifying. Hey guys, you want to see my collection? It's just human knuckles. Uh, it's like it's like it's like the. <laughs> we need to get George on a mic. This is episode two. Started her collection with dog. <laughs> oh, gross! That is still on your person. No, that's on my person. person. Is anyone casting anything? On that? I am. I cast what? identify. I thought we talked about this. What are you casting? What are you casting on it? Hey guys, okay, you remember when okay. we were like, we oh this. yeah, the second okay. and she casts it every episode. Day. Well, she I said no, necklaces. Oh, but, that's a good answer. Yeah, jewelry. But I would also say possibly musical instruments if she had a home to keep them in, or she really likes Beggar's Hope, and I could see her hoarding like compulsively dice. hoarding dice like Dude, a DJ player does. Honestly, I feel like Ro would have three different. It would be a mixed hoard. She would have so many different. She would be one of those dragons that's and, just. It would, it would be, be like be... rappers of things. <laughs> just, just Instruments and yeah. jewelry and dice. And... Tattoos. I don't know. Yeah, right. Hey, um, hey Zaka. What about that one character that we were going to also... Did they answer? Collage. I feel like I know what this is. Yeah, tell me. What's the prediction? I don't want to tell you. I'll tell you afterwards. Lamps. I don't want to influence <laughs> your decision. Do you love lamp brick? Or just looking at things in the room and saying that you love them? I love lamp. Nobody knows you like oh. I thought that was from the middle. Anybody watch the middle? I liked the middle. I love my friend. Shout out to Daniel. She, she would she would hoard like it wouldn't be a hoard, it would be a fine collection. <laughs> like a well like a well stored collection of just really fine like wizards stabs. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, was I was gonna, gonna say, say magic stats. items. Like like a collect like a collection of like only six or seven. Collection. All of them are yeah, I didn't want to point it out. But all of them are like fine, like some of the finest staffs. Collection. Anyway. I want that one. Hey, what's the date? <laughs> it's the fourteenth. Every single episode. I'm I'm like about to say the thing. And you're like, you haven't said the thing yet. And I'm like, okay, cool. We'll I'm find just a not new giving barbarian. them a chance. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, y'all. This is Episode 66. <laughs> We're getting close. Ten minutes later. Um, You're good at that. Thank you. It's like I do voice acting. Uh, this is true. Ep episode 66, Elevated Perspective. Whoa! Is there an elevator in this building? Nope. <laughs> um, but there's one in Yonder. No, um, I'm joking. 
Episode elevator? 66, Elevated Perspective, The Accidental mm. Adventures. Um, <laughs> it's a level eight adventure. <laughs> the date is 3040, 88, Pain and Butter, Real Kenneth, 26, 321 a.m. <gasps> And 14 seconds. So you all are chatting with Falek. There we are. And uh, each of you have wine. You all have audience with Falek. Uh, Craig's having a breakdown. What are each of you all doing? (laughs) Well, he just said that he was going to play us a song. Did he say that? That is right. Shoot. Thank you. Would have been terrible of me to live off that cliffhanger and not deliver. (laughs) You've got my back. You've got Keen Mind in real life. Both of you guys do. Keen Mind. You all like, uh, you ask him, what was the specific thing you asked him that triggered the, the song offer? I can't remember all of a sudden. I'm, I think it was like, didn't we talk about, I don't remember. I think I remember dinner. You all ask something about um, whether or not he had friends. And he said, ah, I had in a I long did time. say that. And um, so you all, you all are having audience with him and you all say something along the lines of like, you know, can you play? Do you play or something? And the moment oh, she you do, asked if, if we could see the, the cello. Yes. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Didn't say yeah. Anything. It was her. As you do, Anatalia takes one more sip and rolls her eyes like, oh, great. The bar got invited to play. And um, he gets this like wide smile across his face and he says, what color are his teeth? Do they like, like are they kind of sharp like a dragon? No, no, they're just normal human teeth. And human. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be horrifying. What, color? Mouth and it's just hey, sharp what color are his teeth? Are they sharpened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, um, it's my favorite color. <laughs> he, uh, he sits up straight and he says, um, I would be delighted. And um, he stands up and he like traces his fingers. He like laces them through the air. And as he starts weaving together this like silver and green magic and it swirls and swirls and then and it dissipates again. He likes this dramatic smoke thing. There is a cello standing there with like an upright bass support basically to the bottom of it. And it is a completely copper plated cello. It's this long, tall body. It has this like uh, dappled patina all over it and these thin like gleaming strings. And he like sort of whips his hand out in there and it's like, and the, the string just appears in his hand. And it's got all this like, like the, the chords look like they're silver or something. And he just like sort of like gestures his hand toward it. Yeah. Are we at a Two table? Things. No, you're just sitting in the middle of this gigantic opulent throne room. If if Roe like you know those documentaries where you see girls like like fainting because they saw the Beatles, that's <laughs> Roe right now. And second, um, do I know like can I do an Arcana check to see like what magic he did to summon it? Um, no, it's that's some advanced bard stuff. Who knows? Advanced part stuff. That's yeah. my sauce. Okay. <laughs> That's my sauce. And uh, he like he sort of he just he hands you this the the string row and he says the bow please the bow yeah thank you he hands you the bow and he says please inspect at your pleasure uh, the what what In- did he say inspect at your pleasure and he steps back from it wait what I get and the he touch hands you the bow yeah <laughs> okay. and it's um, gorgeous um, he has it's it's stood up in fact. It's kind of standing up a little magically. It has a base, but it's supporting itself as it stands. Wednesday there. Adams. <laughs> uh, Ro is like the woman was too stunned to speak. The woman was too <laughs> stunned to speak. <laughs> um, she's just kind of like fiddling with the the bow, but like she's too afraid to like. She's wants to like, but like she doesn't know how to play the cello. So That's like, what do you do? She's she, just letting you look at it. You can inspect yeah, it however you like. Um. She tries, she like plucks a couple of the strings. 
Pling. And as you pluck it, there's like a little, a little flourish of green light, like sort of wisps away from it like a gas, and then dissipates. And then you, boom, and you pluck two more, and they go, and like these green lines dissipate and float off of it. And they, they are like, the green floating light is a little dense, like a fluid, like it hangs in the air like a dense fluid in water, but then it dissipates away like a gas, sort of wisping and curling gently through the air. And he just has this like broad smile on his face. You get the feeling that he is deriving real pleasure from another bard getting to like, he's clearly missed this. I don't even know. Like, I just hand it back to him. What? Oh, I just hand it back to him. I'm like, I'm just, yeah. I'm he like, just smiles amazing. and he takes, he takes the bow back. <laughs> Would anyone else like to inspect it? He hands you the bow, Craig. He holds it. And then he kind of like, I don't oh, no. think he understands how it works. <laughs> so he's like, like inspecting each string going beep. On the bow? It doesn't, it doesn't make lightly. a lot of noise. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's Micah very also lightly. Doesn't know how a <laughs> <cello> bow works. <laughs> no. You just, they're, they're soft. They feel mm -hmm. fine. They almost feel kind of metallic. It's strange. Do the strings on the cello feel anything like regular strings on a cello? Every time like your finger touches lute, them, like... it's got like your finger numbs a little bit with a little electrical ah. tingling sensation. So it's definitely and How cool. dense is the material of the bow? Like, does it have a it weight feels, to it? Yeah, it feels like metal. This is it like heavy? Point. No, it's weird. It has, it's a little too dense, a little too heavy, but not heavy, heavy. Is mm. the cello, because how tall is he as a human? Uh, he's, he's tall, he's like 6'2". So is the cello like my height? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, I handed it off. Okay. I'm gonna, do you hand it to me, Craig? No, I okay. hand it to the guy. I'm gonna... He offers it back to you. <laughs> <if you're laughs> okay. I'm gonna like, look at him like questioningly. He smiles warmly and gestures toward the instrument. I'm going to like walk behind it. Mm -hmm. It's probably like wider than me, right? Yes, much, much. I'm going to like it's stand behind beautiful. it. As you move across it, the light like dances across it. And from a distance, it looks perfectly smooth. And when you get close, you can see all these tiny minute divots and, wow. and like dapples to the that copper metal that's not perfectly smooth. And it like makes it like the light plays across its surface unevenly and makes it look like it reflects at every angle. Mm -hmm. And there's a very slight iridescence to it. It's beautiful. So not like any kind of copper that I've seen. No. It looks stupid magical. Huh. I'm... Are there any kind of like... Write, is there any writing on it? You can make an investigation check. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my dice goblins. Ooh, that made a good sound. <laughs> it really did. 19. Ooh. <clears throat> no, no, you don't see. Ooh. No. It's in the actual, like, central structure below the strings. Oh, the you bridge? You can see, like, yeah, like, in the bridge itself, inlaid very softly, there's all these glyphs. But they, like, perfectly match the color of the bridge. Do I recognize them? Well, make an arcana check. Do I? Make an arcana check. I mean, well, technically Greta's the one who knows them. But would, if nope. I saw Greta looking nope. at them, nope. I 21. couldn't lean nope. my head in. Um, I'm very intrigued by this. I'm a bard, too. They're, they're definitely enchantment magic. Oh, okay. I'm going to reach around them. To me, it's massive. Cello, yeah, taller oh, it's, than it's, me. It's really yeah. big. 
and I'm gonna like Hello, reach Hello. up to hold the to hold the Okay, you reach up and you grip it at the top. Yeah. And I don't touch the strings. Oh okay. And then I'm just gonna gently rub the bow. And as it does, like these waves of green light spill off of the top of it and they wrap like around your arm and up your shoulder and off of you and there's like this slight like electrical tingly sensation but like soft wow that's cool <clears throat> it's very calming to hear is Tello intrigued by the cello I mean he's staring at it and okay. all but he's not approaching I'm gonna hand it back it was good it was to... good okay Vilek and I'm gonna ask what, what's the what are the glyphs on the bridge they enchanted to give it to illusory quality <sighs> Oh, I said enchantment magic. It's definitely illusion magic. Sorry. Okay. It's definitely illusion. Um speaking of of glyphs and writing, do you do you know what language is written on the tower? I do not. Do you have any idea? I don't. This tower, I believe, belonged to an ancient culture, but I know not its origin nor the nature of that symbol above the throne. <laughs> I only sit up there when I'm really feeling good about myself. <laughs> How often is that? Pretty often. <laughs> That's good. What what would it take? Um, how long? Like, or she's like stumbling over yeah. the words well, because I am too. What what would it take to um add that to like a loot like mine? Those like illusionary qualities. I don't know that the fellow who, in the, who enchanted mine is still alive. Oh. Who enchanted it? Um, an Ancinian from 600 years ago. Oh. Wow. So oh. probably dead. What's his name? Or her? Uh, her name was uh, <laughs> Atana, but she's long past. I went to get it tuned a while back and... Uh, her great grandchild had just passed, so mm. I realized maybe I was a bit late. Mm. But it's all right. You learn as a dragon that many people come and go. Was she the one that uh, crafted the, the she cello? She was. She was a fine, fine enchantress. Oh, wow. Are you going to play it for us? He the smiles while he says, of course. And, um,. He, like, goes to sit down in this, like, brown chair, just this, like, mahogany chair appears behind him. And, like, again with that smoke, and he sits down, and he pulls the cello up to his chest, and um, he, uh, he, like, draws the strings across it. And Anatalia has seemed, like, just really put out with this whole arrangement so far. But she sits up straight, and she kind of, like, positions herself and she's kind of gently swirling the wine in the glass and you get the feeling that whoever she is she lives with this guy and it's very clear they're very comfortable with each other you know they must have a relationship without a lot of bs in it but she she must hear him play a lot but she's still genuinely paying attention how old does she look um uh, tieflings have a sort of like beautiful quality that can sometimes make them hard to age but you might you might clock her in somewhere at like like kind of a similar visual age to him uh mm -hmm. like maybe like late 40s early 50s okay. but in a very beautiful way mm -hmm. she's she's aged very gracefully how long um, do tieflings usually live about similar time as humans okay uh but he sits down at the chair and he draws the cello close to him and it's clear he's just been like having this wonderful time of it all since you all got here um, he's 
he's thrilled to um to have people to like perform for and have all this fun um but uh as he sits down with the cello this sort of like calm washes over his face if even a bit somber and all of a sudden his fingers very quickly and very deftly place themselves along the string and as they do there's a couple as they touch and he places the bow across the strings and he gently begins to draw out a note which just pulls he shifts his weight back and forth with the string as he moves it and the magic begins to move around you all and for a moment it seems like this is going to be the enrapturing experience as this calm somber music moves but the mounds of green magic begin to build and pile and they start to make shapes tall then with figures they're humanoids they're people and the vague shapes begin moving and tracing around you all they walk in between you all and around you all and you're all sort of delighted by it more and more light begins pouring and flowing off of it wrapping up this scene and it begins to like there's like a thin mist of silver that kind of makes up a floor and these green figures real scale human height are walking around one of them is dense with a large bow another is tall and lean with two long swords another is shorter height a woman with long hair and a staff and you can also see like right in front of himself this green traced illusory figure of Vilek himself playing a cello is there matching his tempos and his notes and there's like mimicked lines of the magic coming off of him touching those characters and they all kind of pose there for a moment elegantly and then more of the green magic sweeps together and makes a figure further away from them who rises up this thin, hollowed, frightening figure. With, again, there's not detail. All of these are very abstract representations of people. But the figure grips this long staff. And all of a sudden, they stab it upward. And all these green lights of energy, like of illusory energy, flow back off the staff and strike out at different members of this group. And um, that thick squat figure, like, uh, sort of stumbles and rolls and then whips the bow off of their shoulder. An illusory arrow is pulled out, drawn, and fired. And it's dramatic, but there's no sound other than the music. Just And the illusory arrow strikes off of this thin, gaunt figure who winces and falls forward and then grips the staff and stabs it back forward. There's a thick, dense line of green light that blasts forward. And that green figure is like doubles over and like a bit of the illusory light bleeds out from the side of their back. And then they fall forward onto a hand and then their figure just into smoke. Then that really, that really like muscular, imposing figure runs forward with the swords and begins striking, slicing away at the that like emaciated figure, and the hand of the emaciated figure falls away. But then the hand like regrows, reaches forward, grabs the tall figure by the head, and like squeezes, and the, then the figure just sort of like withers and dissipates away into smoke. That remaining female figure with a staff like whips it overhead, kind of spins it around and brings it down. And there's this huge sweeping wave of green magic, which just passes over. And the two figures who'd fallen begin to rise up and reform. And then that thin gaunt figure stabs its staff forward. And whatever illusory spell is being cast by this other figure dissipates. And the fallen figures remain struck. Then that villainous figure raises the staff again and fires in a line another line of energy forward just as that female figure fires her staff 
two lines of green light fly back and forward. And as that heinous figure is struck down, doubled over, that female figure is struck as well. She falls down to her knees. Her staff dissipates with her hands on the floor. She's trembling. The Lex figure erupts forward with his cello, and all of a sudden, the massive figure of a dragon appears and blasts color and energy down toward the heinous figure, who falls apart into mist. And his figure lands back down and turns toward the female figure. He falls back into his own form. Nivelex suddenly stops playing the cello. And he just looks at the mist, which is continuing to persist, even faltering. He goes very somber, and after a moment, he reapplies the cello and goes back to playing. And his figure reaches out and puts a hand on the shoulder of the other, which looks up at him and immediately falls in the mist. And then his figure stands alone and just kind of walks forward until it falls apart as well. And if Lex's eyes are closed, he's not paying attention to any of you as he just rings out the last few notes, plays somberly and slowly. And all the magic dissipates away until he's just playing the notes of the song. Puts the string down, or the bow. And he sort of traces his fingers away and the instrument just dissipates. And he pauses there for a moment. And he says only, you outlive many when you are a dragon. And he turns around now just with a very genuine, warm expression, much calmer, much less coy and playful. But it is nice to have company again. Thank you for coming and visiting me in my home. Do you wish for anything different? To not lose so much? Do you mm. wish you were like them? A good question. Master Warrior Craig Dantley. I'm very thankful for the life I've lived over the ages. I have the opportunity to make friends with people all around the world and to know them best their own lives, to be friends with their children and their children's children. But I do miss them. And while time does heal many wounds, there is a way in which every day some small part of me wishes I had died with her. And the tiefling woman it's a soft look on her face and just kind of puts an arm up on his and kind of rubs his elbow for a second. He smiles slightly and, you know, gives her just kind of a warm, understanding look. She nods, takes her hand off, sips some more wine. But that is the way of life, Mr. Craig Dunsley. It is not beautiful because it lasts. Songs start and they end. You simply play as long as you can. This is a good point. Can I insight on Tello to see how he's responding to this? Uh, Tello's gotten really quiet and still. He just watched it all. 
very slowly. Wait a minute, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have really. I have deep insight. You want to read his mind? Yeah. Does he know that I'll read his mind? No, they don't know. Okay, I would like to do that. Yeah. Um, can I get an intelligence saving throw for Tello, Abby? Do your thing, but do it bad. Please. <laughs> <laughs> do your thing, but do it bad, girl. girl I want to see you do your thing bad, baby. Girl boss. Intelligence right. saving throw? Intelligence saving throw, yes. baguette. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey man, it's about time somebody brought his average down. It's an 11. Oh. Uh, Craig, you reach forward and you hear Old's voice. Peering again, I see. I think this is um, a good thing. I think in my head. And you feel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, what? <laughs> Craig just suddenly is staring at Gatello. I think this is a good thing. No, but you feel kind of layers of his mind pulled back. It feels like you're pushing in kind of gently. And there's there's a strange sensation to it because even if the motivations are positive, even if it's caring for a friend, it, it's a very invasive feeling like that you're pushing into his mind. But as you as you push in, um there's very little there's very little intent that you learn, you glean, but you feel sensations of deep sadness if even a little bit of like confused numbness he's just like there's something very challenging about watching that a party falling apart and as you watch him you notice that he's not watching the figure he's not watching the space where Vilek's figure disappeared he's not watching the figure with the female figure or the other two creatures or characters or whatever he's watching the space where the, the villainous figure fell apart he's staring at that one and what you glean from his mind is he feels as though he is that figure. That he is the figure that would have caused the death of the group. And he's just focused on that figure, but he's not moving. He's just quietly watching. You can feel that in his mind. Um, you can, Yeah, you can make an insight check under the nature of their yeah. relationship. And I just want to say Ro has like one like tear. And she's like, that was beautiful. He just smiles at you warmly. It seems like an old pain when he's made peace with a long time ago. <laughs> Ro is too mesmerized by what just happened. She got a nat one. No, sorry, buddy. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it, cool. <laughs> for a second, you try to you try to incite it, and then it's just you're too caught up in the emotion of it. Um, Greta's gonna look at Lick. Vilek. Vilek. Um, and there's there's like a tear on her cheek. Maybe like a couple. Um. Um. Who who was that 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 you were fighting? The um members of my group. Hmm. Because it's worth saying their names, it keeps them alive. Please. Um, Ghislaine was the ranger, the short lady. She was, um, terrible. <laughs> she was crass and difficult and absolutely charmless. I loved her so much. Like my sister. And, um, Aloch was the tall woman. She was, uh, skilled at blades. Mastered their craft. She was wonderful. She was calming. 
You can't believe it because of how endlessly charming I am, but I could be obnoxious. And she was... She was a good temper to all of us. In a strange way, it felt like I was, like she was our leader. Um, she never spoke, she never made any decisions, but... In times of true need, we always turned to her because she had a level head. And... The wonderful and capable wizard. Finest to ever walk. Yaladrin. Her name was Eiling. I-S-L-I-N-G. She was... The most honest person I've ever known. I didn't know who I was until I met her. And she was the love of my life. Hmm. And the foe we slew was a terrible lich. An uh, undead wizard from a long time ago. You know, it has been so long, I forget her name. That's what 800 years will do to you. Anatalia. I tell this story so often. And Anatalia's, like, aloof expression has melted quite a bit. And she's... She looks like she's been through it. You don't know who she is and what her life is about, but she has no nonsense. But she looks quite warmly and kindly at them. These two have a lot of affection for each other, clearly. And she just smiles and she says, It was she stuff. It was all to them. You forget it. And he says, That is right. She is there. She threatened the world a long time ago, but it was toward the end of our party's time. We had, um, we had acquired an incredible device. There is a far land called Chaskanin, and there it is an extinct culture, but their people developed a different kind of magic which could temper with time. And we found a device capable of prolonging your lives. We gained it so that we might travel the world forever. Defend it. This caught the lich's attention. She wished to use it for herself, for her own machinations or means. She gained control over someone we all cared about. A clever trap. We had far too much confidence. We went to confront her. And our pride was our downfall. Our hubris. We managed to destroy the item she sought, but there was something about the nature of her magics. We had grown mighty. We had elevated fallen comrades many times, but those who she struck down did not rise again. Something in the nature of her power. And there we lost. I'm sorry. It's all right. Time really does heal many things. <laughs> Time and friendship. And he smiles and looks at Anatalia, who gives him a soft smile and looks away. How, how did you relearn to 
And Greta's like spaced out. She's like not aware of other people in the room. How, how did you learn how to live in a way that's beautiful again? His expression becomes much softer all of a sudden. He looks at you with great intent. And he like stands up and the chair just disappears and he sits down on the floor next to you. I don't know. <laughs> I found it somewhere out in the neck. Life had lost its value after that. The world had no color. I lost my song. But I wandered among the stones in the mountains. And I found something out there. And the cold waters. And the honest winds. Or rather it found me. And I heard the song that wasn't mine, older and truer and better. Sometimes I don't know if I can, I don't know how to listen for it. Because everything else, and it's so loud. He just very softly takes your hand. And he kind of does like a two-hand wrapper on yours. He smiles very gently. And as Greta's going through this, Tello's eyes kind of well up and he just looks away and looks at the floor and some tears streak down his face, but he doesn't make a sound and he just looks away from everyone. And Velik smiles at you and he says, You aren't alone. Time goes a long way, child. And sometimes you just need a hand to hold on to. Sometimes we have to go to places that are frightening to leave the fear behind. Do you, do you ever feel like it's your fault that they died? All the time. But you know what the real secret is? It doesn't matter. Your friends. Maybe it was. But love doesn't care. Because real love forgives. And if those people really loved you, Greta, they forgive you. Yeah, I wish I could hear it from them. I did too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And he just squeezes your hand and stands up. Boz kind of leans over and gives you a hug. Um, Tello gets up and walks away. Just leaves all the stuff on the ground. And um, uh, as he gets up, he just mutters, um, like facing away from you as he's walking away. No one needs to follow. Where does he go? And he just starts walking toward the stairs. 
and he walks about halfway up their height, faces away from you all, and just sits down, facing away. And Vlek looks at him, and then at the rest of the group. And he just nods very knowingly. And then he picks up his drink, and he says, and wine does not hurt. And he mm. downs his glass and pours himself another. And then he says, um... It actually can. <laughs> Do you have a liver? Sorry. Well, Sorry, go on. Craig is a medical doctor now in the medieval times. I'm an ancient dragon, so it really can't hardly hurt me. It's really unfair. You all are welcome to spend the night in my home. Rest. Do you bet? Please don't steal anything. Sorry. Do you bet? I haven't had a guest in ever, but since Anatalia, but um, you're welcome to stay. And uh, Boz pipes in and he goes, uh, we, we really have to get going. We have somewhere we have to be. And like smiles at you and he says, but you have paid me a great gift today. Starving for company. And I have in blood oath an agreement that you'll be back. You're gonna... You're, you're gonna help our family? If they need to stay here, I will. But more than that, I would gladly help you all get where you are going. Mm. Whatever time you are lacking, I can make up the distance. You said you were headed to Skolnikov. And he yes, looks at sir. you, Craig. I can have you there in a day. Less. Have you all that are flown upon a dragon? Oh my I, gosh. I was an eagle yesterday, but that's I, nothing compared. It is compared. quite an experience, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but of course nothing compares to you, I'm sure. <laughs> I will... Well, nothing does. And he smiles at you and he says, I will retrieve a saddle that we used to employ and um, rest. Rest here in my home and... In the morning, I will take you where you need to go. And he stands up. I sense you all have need of your own time. If you need to find me, I'll be about. And he stands up and he kind of like flourishes his cloak and he sips a little from the glass, sits it down, then picks up the whole bottle and walks away. <laughs> of course he does. Of course. And Anatalia gets up. She collects his hey. glass and uh, she starts drinking it herself. And then she walks over and starts just giving you guys your items. Piece by piece. Um, I just wanted to say. Are you saying this down until you're to the? Yeah. Okay. Donatalia. She turns around. I know that we kind of got off on the wrong foot, but I, I really am glad that I got to meet you and see your beautiful home. <laughs> She's kind of <laughs> like she blinks hard and shakes her head, like what is going on? And she downs the rest of the glass, sets it down, and she starts giving you guys your items. And she brings over your hammer. She has to struggle to heft it, and she lays it down in your hands. Then she brings you your sword. She pauses for a moment in her hands. What is this? This is called a star splinter. And it was gifted to me. Um, she hands it to you. Yeah. That might be one of the finest weapons I've ever seen. Wow. <laughs> Who are you all? Did you have accomplished so much? I know you are fun guys or whatever, but... We're just random people who happen to meet and save lives, save towns. 
It's good to know that there are others again. She just kind of walks by. I don't think I could sleep here. I'd be too afraid she'd kill me in my sleep. And as she walks away, you just hear her kind of like say softly enough to be quiet, but just enough you can hear, you should be. <laughs> um, how far is it to the opening of the cave? It's a good long walk, but you can certainly walk there. I'm going to walk there. Okay. Greta starts walking that direction. Yep. Tien? Mm-hmm. Is... Player. <laughs> is... Shista... Sorry. The Lich Queen? You recognize that name. Okay. Um... I'm... Um... <laughs> would Greta have recognized that shape? The what? Uh, would she have recognized that? What shape? The the the. the oh, from thing? the illusion. Yeah. Well, you referred to her as just though. Yeah. Yeah, but would oh, would she have recognized it? Is a vague abstract. Do you form? remember what I'm thinking of? No. Okay. I'm. Oh, like. Yeah. Yeah. With, with your dude. Yeah. Connected to the illusion. Yeah. No, that was definitely just though. Okay. What? Okay. Shista's a lich. Shista's the lich queen. Yeah. Not the same. Okay. What are you talking about? I'm talking about that. Okay. And I thought that was Completely the same as in Rose Dream, who was the yeah. lich queen. Yeah, that's the same as the thing yeah. in Rose Dream, but not the same as your thing. Oh. That's what very thing? different. Oh. Yeah. What I thing? thought those were the same thing. No, no, what no, no. Thing? Super not. No, okay. that, that was, there were a bunch of those things there. Yeah, Remember? I know, but I thought anyway. Yeah, no. Are you talking about in the spyglass? You trust anyway. me, you have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shapes and colors. I okay. go. <laughs> I will. We should converse about this. I go okay. find uh, Valik. Okay, Valik. Um, and you do have to go wandering. You have to go back up the stairs, and you have to check that all. No, okay. And you. He's making a whole thing out of this. Dining room? Nope. Okay. Big empty. <laughs> Back at the stair. Oh, okay. There he is in the trophy hall. And he's just walking around looking at the things that are mounted. <laughs> is Greta's mace on the ground? Yep. And yep, somebody should pick it up. So you do. I will. And um, But he's just there, sort of admiring all the things, looking over them. Um, I could sense the majesty of your bardic <laughs> presence as you approach. Um... The the lich. Um, I've uh, I've encountered her recently. Yes, she has returned, hasn't she? It it was kind of in a dream with him. Froze his brow. So, Zorgrim. Who is Zorgrim? Wait, did he ask who is one? Um, the the obsidian dragon. The, the the hate king. Um, she's kind of like his right hand. Um. <laughs> And he spits out a little bit of wine, and then he like <laughs> wipes it out of his beard, and then whistles and prestigiates it away. <clears throat> Did you say uh, she was his right then? Uh, yes. 
He recourse the wine, puts it down. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> she was upon to another? Um, yeah. No, I was going to break into this whole diatribe about how, um, evils from another age sometimes return, but that's terrifying. Um. Didn't know that. Yeah, he, he cursed me, or she did, or I... There is one mightier than her. I, he's, he's become a deity recently. Oh, good thing I'm retired. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, um, I didn't mean to bring it up, I just thought you would want to know that she's still around, just, I know I would want to know if no, no, it's, I heard yeah, of, it's, um, yeah. wow, <laughs> that is, I did just start doing a little bit of tell just then, a little bit, yeah. uh, it's hard, I'm very used to voice, yeah. wow, that is, wow, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. like, <laughs> he goes, <laughs> um, that is heavy in those. Yeah. Ugh. Well, mm. I'm sure you all have it. Yeah. <laughs> We're, um... I am retired. Oh, no, I I, un I understand. Uh, we've been talking with, um, the Manibus, who she ah, was... I met one of them once. ...friends with, yeah. Yes, that's right. I met one of them once. Um, but yeah, I just, I... I just wanted so, to who let it? you know. I met a short one. Oh, uh, Thorg. Is that? Dalgan. Dalgan. I feel badly. It's been hundreds of years. Oh, you forget no, your yeah. dates. She's, she's, um, she's great. What? He said dates. He said, Wait, did you he said it's been hundreds of years. You forget your dates. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, it's good to know that she's still doing her thing. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll leave you to it. I'll pick up the no, mace here. No, don't leave me to it. What am I missing with you? <laughs> um, Let's see. What is the, the cloak there? The ah, purple. <laughs> see, I'm a bard for fashion. <laughs> of, he walks always. over and he starts, he like reaches out and he touches it and he lets it like move under his finger. It's dap, it's soft and it moves gently. And he says, this cloak, this belonged to, um, the vampire king. To Antash. Or rather, it belonged to him before we cut out his heart. And oh, <laughs> fun. You... Wait, I'm not there? You're not I'm there. Not there? In you the... didn't put his heart in a jar, did you? No, we turned it into ash. Dang it. Oh, you've never... We have a heart in a jar. We don't know who it belongs to. You have a heart in a jar? Yeah, it's beating. It's on our ship. Where did you get the heart in a uh, jar? Well, it's not mine. My, The rest of my party, before I knew them, they stumbled into a certain hag's place on Magic Lane. You went to Mad oh, in this course? I didn't. They oh, did. Oh, that is a terrible idea. Yeah, I lived in... Good luck not being haunted for the rest of your lives. Uh, uh, she's been scrying on us, but I have this now, so... You pull out a... I don't know, necklace not detection. Fine. <laughs> Then, and then he, uh, uh, he walks over to the massive hammer and he says, this was the hammer of a frost giant tyrant. She was the captain of a ship, which went from town to town and ravaged them, taking all that they pleased with their power. I was actually a member of two parties, the mighty company and Nima's might, oh. or majestic company, yeah. excuse me, majestic company and Nima's might. Yeah. Uh, 
They were also slain. This said. But I, I knew sorry. them last time. I was less sad about that. But thank you. And um, <laughs> uh, we slew the captain. I forgot her name as well. I'm getting old. <laughs> and um, we took her hammer. Uh, only I could carry it. It was a real problem. Mm. Then he walks around to that like insect thing and he says, this is a rust monster carapace. The first monster I ever killed. In hindsight, I think maybe we actually just broke into its like little place it was staying. I feel kind of badly about it. But the keepsake's a keepsake. <laughs> and he ruined my sword, so he deserved it. Um, this is from a purple worm. And he points to like the huge broken jaw set. And he goes, that's just its mouth. That thing the round one? Terrifying, yeah. The one that looks like the fish? Uh, like different parts that like could all come yeah. together. They're really big one. And he goes, not the three parts, but the multiple, multiple yeah. parts. And he goes, um, that thing was huge. I never want to see one of those again. Hmm. I I think I pooped a little bit in my pants that day. <laughs> I'm doing tell again, Dagnam, but I think I pooped a little bit in my pants that day. Thanks, Selene, for prestidigitation. Uh, you are speaking truth. <laughs> um, that is a black dragon skull. That is a Behir skull. Do you know what a Behir is? Uh, it's no. like a big salamander dragon creature. And then that one, and he points to the thing that's in three parts. He says, do you know what a Gathric is? Does Rome know what a Gathric is? Uh, yes. Um, but you know it by a different name. You know it by a Hushk beast. Because oh. for years in Zedge, you could not use the Hushk Lake in the winters because there was a Gathric in there called the Hushk Beast. Oh. And it would destroy any ship and eat any sailors that went across it in the winter until the Holy Hunters killed one. Yeah. Um, so are you familiar with the Gathric? I, maybe by a different name. Well, they get huge. And that one we we slew in the Doomnest. Careful on the Doomnest. Oh. And uh, that thing was... I think that's the biggest creature I've ever seen. Bigger than the purple one. It was horrible. Uh, uh, the, a lot of people died. The black dragon, uh, when did you slay that? No, that was a long time ago. Uh, I forget the year. We killed it in... Somewhere in... Jarsko, I want to say. Hmm. And I forget... I forget its name. He was rude. It's cruel. Mm. Awful. Um, and that, and he points toward the black staff. That is just the staff. <sighs> Don't touch it. I, I wouldn't die. Only bad things happen. Yeah. Took forever to get the ranger's soul back. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Had to go to a different realm. But. Yikes. It's not the point. I'm going to go walking again. <laughs> he starts walking back down the hallway. Ro just kind of looks at all of the things They're he's pointed out and imposing. just you hear a distant voice takes <laughs> kind of takes it all in. Okay. Echoes. Watch doing. Watch doing. Hi, Craig. Oh, it's me. It's giving Isabella. It's me. It's me. What you looking at? Okay, Craig is suddenly there. Apparates um, like a ninja. Yeah. yeah, he finds you. Um, he I can't was, get away. I was just... Uh, he sniff you out. Uh, Did you start quoting the poem? <laughs> what poem? Oh, never mind. Oh. Anyway, continue. Uh, Vilig was just showing me um, some of his conquests. Which one do you want to take? Just kidding. We don't do I that. I would not. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> I was just wondering which one's your favorite. Uh, 
I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, the purple cloak is quite lovely, but mine's the hammer. Yeah, with the teeth. Craig looks up at the giant. I mean, the hammer three times his height. Uh, I just wondered. He said it was from a, a frost giant tyrant. Oh my gosh! <gasps> he said it was the only one is. that could carry it. That's crazy. Yeah. Imagine my warhammer being that size and me just like. That would be quite terrifying, Craig. I would love it. Imagine if you were that size. Oh my gosh! I you would know, Balls can do that. <gasps> he could make you bigger. My Maybe gosh. not that big, but he could make you bigger. <gasps> I could do that in these halls, and it wouldn't. Mm. It would feel normal. Like it would be like a normal. I don't. I don't know if. And I, suddenly it dawns on you, Craig, that <laughs> having the enlarged spell cast upon you right before you raged in combat could be one of the strongest things your party could possibly do. Oh my gosh, Ro! <laughs> you know when I get really angry. Always. Could you imagine me that size and really angry? I think that would actually I could be have, helpful, Craig. <laughs> in I, certain cases. Yeah, me and Boss could be a team. Anyways, where are we <laughs> sleeping? No, we already slept. Are we going to sleep right. more? Have we eaten? I don't think I, we've eaten. Don't you decide these things? Me? Yeah. I usually... Uh, I just Did go we leave Greta unattended? Uh, Greta went walking... Smash cut to unintended Greta, <laughs> who's wandering down a massive cavern hallway. I'm sorry if I ruined your roleplay moment, it's, but uh, it's fun. <laughs> it's quiet. What's the floor it's like? Silent. Um, uneven. I love Craig Roman. This part has not been flattened, and you step your feet like sort of twist and wrap over uneven stone. Is there stalagmites? Um, hanging down from the ceiling, large ones. Okay. And um, if that's the right, okay, not stalagmites hang to the ceiling. They hang tight. Ah. Salagmites might reach the top. Salagmites. My cave girly. <laughs> it's me. So many stone crags going. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, no stalagmites, which I definitely know because I'm a good dungeon master. And there's all these beautiful stalactites, but it's it's just pitch black in here. What, and, um, what can I see that I'm walking? Well, you towards? can sense it from your blind sight. Yeah. Um, and you just see like unevenness in the floor, and stone above you, and you can hear the. from the wind at the end of the tunnel far away and just walking in quiet silence. Mm. If you go all the way to the end, eventually as you reach the end, the sound gets pretty dramatic. And as you walk to the edge, this opens out over a cliff edge. And it is a drop. Mm. Give me an intelligence check. Just general intelligence? Just general intelligence. It's a 12. Actually, do you have the new Ooh. skills written there? <laughs> Sciences? Give me a sciences check. Are you going to introduce this to the listeners? Yeah, so they know what um, we're doing. Listeners, I DM'd a bunch of new custom skills because I felt like the game could use a little more specificity. And uh, which, <laughs> who's ever thought that about <laughs> But um, uh, So our players are going to employ them. And if you want more details, I might publish them someday. So I'm not going to get too specific. But How do I know if... So I... How do I know what my science's score is? Uh, it it goes under your intelligence category. Okay. Uh, should I roll again? That's up to you. I got a seven. Okay. So seven total. Twelve total. Oh, okay. That's that's enough. Um. You add your intelligence modifier to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like. Four hundred foot drop. Wow. And what you look at is wild. So as you look over the edge of this long, thin opening mouth to the cave, 
there is a sheer drop. And what you can hear all around you is <laughs> because around you for about a quarter mile on each side is no half a mile on each side are hundreds and hundreds of waterfalls wow. spilling off of the edge where this shelf of the Diondenek breaks down into a fracture in the valley wow. and all of those thousands of rivers you saw crossing the valley below come together into hundreds of rivers and then spill off of the edge of this cliff at each side until it meets the bottom of the valley below and below you is an immense freshwater lake wow. Just, <gasps> and it looks like it's and there's enough drop from the height and most of the waterfalls are thin enough that it doesn't look like a waterfall it looks like it's raining downward just and starlight is being caught in the water spray like rainbows and above you our thick dense outer gray bowl of the storm as it moves on with a silver lining sort of like a hand gripping on and reaching the last of the storm before pushing it away and beyond that is the backdrop of those two galaxy strips in the Alabrinian sky wow. just shining down and all of it reflects off of the water and silver and Twilo and Twila are getting closer and their two parts are reflected in the silver of the lake and then the rest of the fractured Dion's neck stretches out beyond it and it's just wow. breathtaking. Wow. Whoa. Saw it. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you're there looking at the majesty mm-hmm. and it's quiet. So is there like a waterfall in front of me? Very close on either side, but a little bit above you. Like maybe like, and actually it goes down over you a little bit. You can see it in strips through it. This is why he chose this spot. Yeah. Because it blends into the mountain when it's dry and when water, when it rains, it obscures it. Wow. So it's very hidden. Wow. Amazing. I think I'm going to like lean up against the edge and kind of just. Okay. You lean against the cold stone Mm. or the cool stone. Yeah. And you okay. listen <laughs> as it rages all around. I'm going to sit down and, and just kind of lean up against one of the walls and kind of play with the the light cantrip and just Gosh. like... I'm going to like dance it against my fingers. You know how like mm-hmm. people flip coins on their fingers? Yes, dude, sick. Kind of like that. And it I'm going to... just gonna, begins. Yeah. Tracing over your yeah. fingers. It, like, it's on my fingertips and then it, it goes across my knuckles. Dances across and, your knuckles. Yeah, and I'm going to start sick. tracing the the same symbol that I did for calm emotions mm-hmm. after a little bit. And then can can light... Can it like float independently? Or it has to be on something? Flavor it up. Okay. I mean, technically no, but I don't care. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll like kind of trace it, and it it is a, like very much like she's practicing, and she's done this before, and she's used magic a lot, but in this moment, it's like she's like learning this for the first time, and just kind of like mm. it starts on her fingers, and then she traces the symbol, and then it the light kind of c- comes off of her finger and starts following, like maybe like a couple inches away. And she's just going to do that for a while. So probably do that and then just stop and look at the moons. After a moment, you take a break from soothing yourself with your magic. And you look back up at the moons. They're beautiful. Still. In some ways... They feel further than they once did, even as they come closer. But you can see them drawing closer each night. 
You feel the tension mm. in their yeah. distance. Yeah. Is anyone else doing anything? Can I... I have a question. Can I do a... Um, retroactive um, insight check to when he said that he hadn't heard of Zorgrim? Sure, yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't thinking in the moment to do that. I mean, yeah. in like key moments, maybe not, but go for it. I like lax DMing. I like lax. <laughs> I like lax. He's not <laughs> like other DMs. Um, it's a 15. Okay, let's get... Uh... It's not like he's trying to be deceptive, but so what do I... Do I want to do like a passive deception? Tell you what, I'll use the base modifier. Oh, shoot. That's one hard dude to read. Dang it. He has a wall of enigma and wonder. Mm. I mean, you're dealing with yeah. possibly the greatest bard to ever live. He's hard to read. I was in the 20s. But anyway. Um, you said it was in the 20s? Yeah. Like, I rolled okay, and I didn't use the full modifier. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, does anyone do anything with their evening? It's okay if, they, if there is nothing else. I don't have anything else. Okay. Rose sits in, um, like, the... I don't know, like the second or third down living room, and she just is like playing on her lute, being like, "Holy moly, I want to like." There's no way I'd ever be as good as him, kind of thing. As like she's of always inspiration is you're getting a toy with your yeah yeah. Like she's always thought that about Ravina, but like she's never thought of anyone. Like you said, like he's kind of a legend, so she's never there's thought of anyone higher affirmation than him. In having the presence of someone who isn't far, who isn't gone, who is like real and present. Yeah, you feel it, bro. It's pretty cool. Um, Beautiful. Sick. Everyone spends the rest of the evening calmly. People can even take more naps if they so desire. And at some point, morning comes. Which way is my cave facing? You said morning. I'm in morning. Okay. It did not sound like morning. <laughs> what? I, I thought <laughs> you're doing good, bud. <laughs> you okay? You, you just need some more coffee. On there, bundle, bestie, bestie. Which way is the cave face? Um, it, it would face east. So, do you stay there all evening? Yes. Greta? I take a little a few naps. <laughs> a little okay. few naps. You doze off here and there. And um, first of all, at some point in the evening, could you give me a passive perception check? Or a perception check. There's a fire in the distance. No. Every time. No. You, the, uh, I uh, you look out and you're like, wow, Parson sure is burning all the way from here. <laughs> oh, oh no! Too soon. <laughs> That'll be a 12, 11. Wait. <laughs> Holy guacamole, you guys. Holy guacamole. Boom. Yeah. That'd be a 12. Okay. Could you make a uh, stealth check for Tello? Oh, you're rolling against in a way. Bunget wee wee ho ho. Wait, if it's a 12, can I use my passive? Typically when I... You know what? Yeah, in this specific scenario, I, I really do think passive works. So we'll do passive of 15 instead, right? And it's stealth. Yeah. Is it 15 for passive for you? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, stealth. It's going to be a 19. Hmm. Okay. You don't notice anything, but at some point, you wake up and uh, you wake up to warmth on your face. And you blink 
And for a second, you're like, oh, I'm having trouble waking up because you're seeing colors that don't reflect reality. And you realize you are waking up. And you are looking at nothing but rainbows. Like rainbows are different layers and dimensions because you look up, those waterfalls are still falling and the sun is rising. There's a bunch of intense, thick layers of gold behind it. And they are tracing through the waterfall and you are dressed in rainbows as it comes through the waterfall. You look between the waterfalls and there's just like, just mists, like hundreds and hundreds of feet of mist as they meet as they meet the, the lake and all of them are catching different colors and hues. And just beyond it, silver is sprouting all across this valley with huge swaths of pink now as uh, Bjolkaneth starting to come to an end and these the silver sages are blooming everywhere. Mm. And you see some thick line of brown and some sort of like a herd creature like mm. is, is migrating across the landscape far in the distance and like across the lake, these long, these birds with wide wingspans, these pale white birds are flying and rising off of the lake shore. It's just peaceful. And the massive Dion's neck stretches onward. Hmm. I'm like having trouble breathing a little bit. She's gonna she's gonna get like closer to the edge and dangle her feet over. Okay. You sit down, your feet move, and you can feel the intense pull of gravity mm-hmm. at such a great height. You peer over, your stomach shifts a little bit from excitement of it all. And you are there. Yeah. And it is cool as the kids say wish i could take a picture man you sure do dream about the iphone <laughs> but uh don't sponsor us apple but um <laughs> you, uh, you um <laughs> boy, they care. Uh, and uh yeah it's it's beautiful and breathtaking mm-hmm. at some point you hear just suddenly over your shoulder hey greta <gasps> and boz is there oh sorry 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 um, I think we're gonna get going. Boz, you shouldn't soon. scare me when I'm so close to the edge of a cliff. <laughs> wow, you know you're right. Well, I would just turn into an uh, into an animal and catch you. You're right. You always have a solution for everything, Boz. <laughs> hey, just walking. Um, good Boz impression. I'm gonna cast spider climb on myself and climb along the ceiling. And so he starts walking back. At some point, he doesn't hear your footfall. Oh, he looks you're just like like weaving in between stalactites. Like, oh my gosh, with the rainbows! <laughs> just it's beautiful behind him and terrifying above him. And that black hair, the brown hair, is tumbling yeah. down around. And you're just like crawling. Like creepy. an acorn falls on his head. An okay, acorn. Yeah. And he goes. Okay. <laughs> and you guys walk. Well, he walks all the way back I'm down saying, the cavern. Boss, I've never even done anything like this before. Spider-Man. Do you know what a bucket list is? <laughs> Because I'm checking it off. I remember with the bucket. Does that a Oob reference? And uh, you guys get all the way back to the main chamber. And when you get there, the rest of the party is waiting. And uh, <laughs> along with um, Vilek. And he has um, the illustrious gray robes he had yesterday are gone. And today instead, he's wearing this tight, like, gray um, studded leather armor, but all the studs are like little, like kind of star diamond shapes across it, and it has all these like thin dark green strips at the edges of all the armor. It's gorgeous looking. It has all these dark straps. It looks slick, and it's got this little like dark green half cape off to one He's side. So dapper. And um, he just smiles and um, he says, uh, "Are we ready to go?" Yeah. And at some point, people eat breakfast too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, aye, aye, Captain. Mr. Craig. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. 
Well, I am fast when I fly, but it will take me some time to reach my indicated location. We can stay here and wait. But if you mean to get there at some point before nightfall, if you mean to get there at nightfall, that's your business. But um, it will probably take me five hours to get there. Okay. You can plan here first, though. Take your time. Right, I really think we should get there. I will figure it out once we get there. When did we say that we'd meet them? Two days. And how long has it been? Not two days. Okay. Today would be the first day. Oh, still okay. 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 I can, yeah. Right. So you get there a whole day and a half ahead of schedule. How are you going to hide yourself as a massive, really cool dragon? Oh, I'm going to land maybe a mile away from the city. Gotcha. And they won't see you? I'm going to fly lower when we get closer. Okay. Trust me, I'm good at this. Okay. 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 We can camp there, Craig, so he can get back home and figure out what I'm doing. I'm definitely is. not going to help you. Also, if you get captured, don't say anything about me. Obviously, yeah. of course. It's important. And not to pester, but you're you're gonna get Tello's dad. You asked me to, didn't okay. you? Yeah. Where, but where is he? Um. He... You all want me to go do that immediately? Uh, I look at Tello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tello just he looks awkward and he's like, I don't know. Yeah, I'd um, say so. He says, is there someone I'm collecting him from? Yes, I'm yeah. going to call her ahead of time. <laughs> um, you might like her, and don't tell her I said this, but I think she's terrible. Um, right. Same. Her, her. I don't know if everyone has wonderful qualities. She's at the time. pale You'll have to let me know what you think, because I'm, I'm curious. Um, There's something wonderful to know about everyone. Who is this? Uh, Bella Andra. Oh, no, she's the worst. Never mind. Ah, oh, see? I knew I liked her. you. <laughs> I yes. feel... You, you've never been able to charm her? Ugh, I don't want to. Yeah, no, I... I Facts. Yeah. <laughs> um, We'll call her and give her a heads up. Okay. We owe her a massive debt. Uh, tell her that... Oh, shoot. He looks at uh, Anatalia. What did I use with her? And then <laughs> Anatalia sits there and kind of rolls her eyes and she says, Jord, I think you're Jord. And he goes, yes, that's right. Like a jean tell short? Tell her that... Uh, <laughs> Jos Jord, Lord Jos Jord is coming. Lord um, That's how she knows me. Okay. As a noble from Biasta. So tell her that he is coming. He is allied to the fun guys. And he's coming to co collect Vial. Vial in Vial. you said? Yes, Vial in Excellent. All right. Yeah, tell her that and we'll go the other. <laughs> we appreciate it. My, it two it, visits since it's about Bella Andra. Also, that yeah, you owe me too. Yeah. And I've been there. Yeah, because yes. she's terrible. I bet one of you guys knows how to cook. We're oh. going to have to have a cook-off because I'm good. We've got we've got a good bread maker, but we don't have a kitchen. Mm. Well, we You'll always... remedy that. You're always welcome at my tower. Please, I'm so bored. <laughs> okay. I'd love to. <clears throat> yeah, you ready, Craig? Uh, yeah, but I just want to make sure we're on the same page. We're not. We're just giving them the option. Well, when we get there, we'll we'll be able to camp overnight and we'll make a plan and go from there. Okay? Boss chimes okay. in and says, even when we get there, we're going to have a day and a half. We're going to have a lot of yeah. time to think. I can't believe we're about to fly on a dragon. I know. Okay. We got this, Craig. <laughs> what did, what did I you do? And Greta almost that, pats his shoulder. I like to think that that's exactly what Greta does. Greta just yeah. sort of waves her hand around his shoulder, not quite comforting him. But Greta doesn't understand how spider climb works, and it's still applied to her. She's scared she'll get stuck to it. Yeah, yeah. That, that was weird, but I appreciate the sedative. 
Sentative, sentative. It's not sedative if you're curious. No, and, sentative, uh, <laughs> sentative, sen- sentiment, sentiment. If it like drags over this like ten foot long leather um, saddle with this huge rim to it, and he just kind of like pulls it over him basically, and he says, uh, "Good everyone, give me some room. This is gonna get wild." I skirt and skittle. Okay, everybody backs up, I'm and he says, "Skittling." At one, at two, with Alakazam, and then he just <laughs> and all this magic. <laughs> flies out and then there's a giant freaking copper dragon there guy it's still insane y'all i, I just stand next to him. Back. the light like reflects off of the scales every single one of them looks like polished copper mm. he, it's stupid gorgeous and just being next to him all of a sudden your heart like starts to like beat again and all of your hand stands up because you have like this innate mem like mammalian response like big reptile <laughs> and <laughs> um and like the mm. as he like transforms back into his dragon shape the saddle's not quite right on him he goes oh it's always so hard to... and he like pulls it Is back on right the same? uh no it's got that like thundering deep mm. oh yeah no oh, it's so hard and he like pulls it over and he starts like with his like they're they're like those sort of draconic hands but they have digits and fingers so he starts like <laughs> clasping around his bottom and then he <laughs> lays back down and the huge wings his wings don't fold in they're like long they're like gliding wings mm. uh like on a like a chinese kite or something mm. uh let me see if i can find the picture in the actually just google uh 5e ancient copper dragon um so his wings like pull out from him and tapered strips at the side but he folds them backward at his side kind of like in a bat shape almost and he lays <gasps> down he puts his head down and he says climb aboard how? <laughs> and there's this weird moment where you guys like Tello kind of starts scaling a, a haunch. You creepy spider climb up and yeah. he goes, Well, that feels weird. <laughs> and slowly but surely everybody gets up somehow. See, yeah. None of you need to make a check, except Craig, give me a give me a check up Are you serious? Yeah, it's a through line. Okay. Uh, let's Yeah, it's a theme. Sorry, I can't do anything it about it. Athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Yes, that's what we like to see, Michael. <laughs> Doesn't matter what dies. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay, wait. What is it? What is it? What is it? It's a five plus a math, and that would be plus a math. <laughs> plus a math. That would be a thirteen. This is like I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Kind of. Uh, there's like a more standard here. Can I find a? Well, so I know there's a more standard. Third. I just like that one. She likes that picture. I like that one. I'm not trying to ruin it. She it's likes the, that one. This is very much what he looks like. Plus the two. The plus the yeah. three. I feel like he's like yeah. slender. The one thirteen. No, he's pretty thick and muscular. Pretty beefy. Yeah, he's pretty beefy. Like As a dragon. Nothing. As a human, he's more slender. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Craig, you sort of managed to eventually kind of uh, you get there, boss helps you, and I you like you have bit. to do like the leg kicks at some point. I'm but just you so get dense. Up there. There's like a little <laughs> at some point as you get up, but they okay. get you in there. And um, as you all kind of like settle in and get your gear together, <laughs> Anatalia walks off and she just says, I love um, that name. Uh, "Remember to be safe." He looks back and he goes, "Ever the world needs to be safe from me." <laughs> and uh, she rolls her eyes and starts walking back down the hall, and then his wings. <laughs> And like the air like whips your hair back, and he says, "I don't." Whatever you are, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> so it waves across your smooth scalp. Well, it's going back in some ways. Yeah, yeah. just awkwardly on like half of your head, oh. um, and half of your beard if you're not shaving it. Um, and he says, uh, "Whatever you are, hold on." And uh, do you guys all hold on? To something? I hold on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, do we hold Boz goes around and starts tying rope to tie rope to people in the edges. Like really in the sh- like on the boat. Yeah, like on the <laughs> nice. boat. Nice. And you guys are all tied down. And he says, "Um, to the skies, 
<laughs> and as he pushes down, like you guys like push backward against the saddle and there's like, and like the pressure on your chest and you guys go soaring forward and you guys, and you are flying like the, the cave around you is smearing quickly and the light is growing closer and closer and closer until you guys, and you go through the waterfall, which suddenly like covers you guys in water for a moment and you guys all get soaking wet. It's like a ride at like a theme park <laughs> or something. And you guys fly through it. And as you fly through, all the water sprays out around you as you come out and you guys are flying through this wall of mist that catches all the light as it goes down. And then suddenly the landscape above you and all you guys, and it's like hundreds of feet below you that you guys are in the air and you grip the sides of the saddle and the wind is just blaring by you all of your hair is pulled tightly against your head and your faces are like in the side <laughs> against your faces and, and like you guys are like and like the like your cheeks pull tight and your and you guys are like covering your mouths to keep it out and your eyes sting and you have to close your eyes and you're like how could anyone fly like this because he is the, the landscapes are smearing below you guys and you just fly forward and then these sigils on the sides of the, sat, the saddle light up and then there's like this and Liam's tiny hut is cast over the saddle and oh all of a sudden everything to quiet and all of your hair and your skin and you guys stretch out your jaws and you blink tears out of your eyes and then when you close them you guys are climbing Wow! and climbing and climbing and you rise and you rise 700 feet 800 feet, 900 feet, 1,000, 1,100, 1,200, yes. Can I see the curvature of the, the globe? Ah. Whatever your questions, hold on to them. I'm getting there. Ah. 14, 15. He rises and he rises. Um, Tello looks like he's going to crap in his pants. Um, and all funny. of you guys are like, <laughs> like, like. There's a horrible mix of like on wonder and your guts are turning. You guys are at like a like wow. a 60 degree angle. So you're all holding on and like it's terrifying. And you can hear him just <laughs> laughing outside his wings <laughs> and his whole body. You all can feel the pressure pushing in the G force on your face. 2000 feet, 2500. Oh, my gosh. And eventually he levels out. And on either sides of him are massive sailing craft of clouds, wow. like huge fleets. The clouds are flat on the bottoms. The clouds are flat on the bottoms. The clouds aren't dense objects. They're like fluffy foam. And one's coming toward you and you all <gasps> like fly into it and it suddenly, right. and as you guys start flying through it, water starts condensating all along the edges of the Leon's tiny hut and starts like streaking across it and like pulling off rain. Wow. And this, there's this, <laughs> and this lightning bolt goes streaking by you all and like bounces like near the hut like only a, a couple like a like a couple hundred feet away it blinds you all and there's this thundering sound and you just hear Vilek <laughs> and he just dives oh out of the gosh. cloud and it breaks beneath you as rain starts to fall around you all and he's flying through the rain with it weaving back and forth and as he dips and rises you all look to your left and you can see the huge central ridge of the mountains that run the northern side of the Dion Dionet. Wow. Beautiful and incredible. More details than you can process. They're just agape and... Why does the earth bend? As you look beyond the mountains at a forest range far beyond the earth the Yalabrin folds 
the world is curved <laughs> and light tapers off holy crap and you all witness like a hundred square miles of train all at once if not more wow. from this great height there aren't words <laughs> you can't hardly fathom it rain falls at an angle away from clouds i mean you're just having so many discoveries and ice crystals are like forming on the sides of Liam and his tiny hut and then breaking apart. And they're constantly forming and shattered. Like they form over, over his shoulders and then shatter with every single wing beat. And so there's like perpetually this like rain of crystals coming off of his wings that then melt back into rain as they head down toward the earth. And more lightning rocks down and forth. And then as the storm gets more intense, he flies up into it and water begins to pack all over the edges of the hut and stream across it. And your vision is blurred until he finally rises above the clouds and below you all everything you were seeing is just replaced by a valley of white gray and black and blue more detail and wonder than you can comprehend an impossible array of shades of color spectrum in the black and white scale playing back and forth all of it captured in golden light from the sun that's rising above and you all have to cover your eyes to keep from being blinded by it. And you all can see at the far edges of the storm, more curvature as you all fly in the lower like atmosphere, kind of up toward the top of it. And the pieces, impossible. And you just soar, gliding forward. And it remains this way for quite some time, just and he doesn't, he's not really flapping his wings often anymore. He's just, and like the tapered edges of his wings are just, and then every once in a while he just, one long beach beat, large, one large wing beat and goes back to flying. And it's just incredible. What are you all doing up there? Looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is the world. Mm. And for a moment up here, you can't feel the Empire. Mm. You can't feel the eyes of Agweed or Miskor. You guys have known some hard times. But it feels like there's no Zorgrim up here. Mm -hmm. And you're just soaring. I think of old. I drop him. I'm like. Okay. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You hold up your hands and there's the weight in your palm. Look out the window. And as you rise it up, all that black fluid pulls together in a dense rotating bundle in the middle. You hear old's voice in your head. Hello, Well, Greg. That's quite a view. Hold me closer. To the side. Hold me closer. <laughs> Hold me closer, tiny Greg. That's what I should have named the episode. Can someone write down on their sheet, Hold me closer, tiny Craig? Uh, that needs to be assured at some point. Um, and uh, Craig, do you hold the orb closer to the edge? <laughs> okay. As you hold it closer to the tide to the, the side of the hut, which is just completely transparent, like only like a thin film, like looking through a bubble, um, all of the dense fluid like pushes itself right up against the end, the edge of the orb. And old says, "Greg, 
Now that is something I have never seen before. Did you know the Earth is round or not? He's the, the one that told us. Though. Of course. You knew that? Oh. The mortals are very far behind. Did, did you? I've never been this high. Have you ever seen dragon? Have. <laughs> dragon? Well, this one is quite amazing. He's pretty cool. I just want to show you. I thought that you. I didn't know. Can you see through my? Can you see through my eyes? I do all the time. Really? Occasionally, I decide to see through your fingers. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, do you ever give me privacy? All the time. Thank the. Yeah. The maker. <laughs> the maker. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. I've seen many stories, but this is amazing. Would you mind leaving the orb out for a bit? Yeah, Greta. <laughs> Craig. I have really interesting things to say to old. Wait and to hands. hold him. Wait in your hands. Oh, dang it. Hey. <laughs> you have to hold him up to the window, though, so he can see hey. out the window. Hello, bestie. <laughs> You're holding your arm? Yeah. Hey, put him to the window. What are you doing? What did you call me? More babe. I forget the phrase you used. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Awkward, isn't it? Yeah. I was gonna talk to you. I was just gonna wait till later. Well, here I am. You can yeah. use your mind. Greta says in her mind. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? Can you see what's in my cloak? This is in her mind. She's gonna plop down next to the window. No. That place is hidden from me. Cool. <laughs> it is, isn't it? There's something kind of exciting about places I can't see into. Mm. I wonder what's there. I'm gonna, so I'm facing the window. And I'm gonna reach into the cloak of holding and like move Dolgoth's hand from my, from the cloak to my pocket. Okay. Can you see it now? That's metal. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do with that? Dude, I don't know. Oh, uh, Retta. I enjoy your mad little energy. Would you do something for me? Maybe. Would you huck me over the side? Absolutely. And without hesitation, okay, Greta just... And the orb goes flying and simultaneously... <gasps> everything... <laughs> and everyone's... And everyone's heads at once. All of you, everyone hears Void's voice... Uh, old's voice say at once, don't worry. And then the orb just... <laughs> and he goes... And it sails away into the distance. I like to think that he says, Wee! <laughs> and Toto, like, sits up startled. But, I mean, everyone's just zoned out in awe of the most incredible thing they've ever seen. And then it's gone, and then all of a sudden, it plops in your hand, Greta. I, I throw it again. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> and you just hear old... <laughs> in your mind. And he goes, I'm glad I chose the fun guys. And then, back I in your I toss hand. it to Craig. Okay. You toss it back to Craig. It gets halfway there. And then the moment it strikes his hand, there's nothing there. And then it's back in yours. Craig, Greta. he's like a clingy boyfriend. <laughs> Why do you hang out with him? Oh, Greta, don't flatter yourself. Where is the orb? 
it. It's in your hands. And then I put it in the folding. Okay. You go and you Wait. drop it in. I put it in a specific pocket. Vilex flying and he feels a rumble on his back and he's like it's, 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 it's contained inside Liam in tiny hut, so it's just like a and he's like what was that? Something lands and he's like, oh no. Wait, no, I thought you said if it went off in her cloak of holding, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt us. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I put it yeah. I put him in a pocket. Okay. You like shove the orb in and then you close it. You don't hear him. <gasps> I'm gonna call I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it close and I'm gonna call and say I'm in my brain, I'm gonna go, old. Oh, oh. You really wait in your hand and he goes but you felt smart, didn't you? <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get there, bestie. Uh, yeah. So tell me, Greta, what are your intentions for this Beshaba situation? I... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Can... I mean... I don't really feel like talking about it. I'm just curious. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, do I you... got to fly today, so maybe I don't need to press my luck. Do you know her? Oh, heavens no. I don't interfere with the deities. They're so stuffy. <laughs> Controlled by their rules. Horrible what do you mean? Reckless. What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? Some I take of them it, I take are... it back. Mm. That was gross. Take yeah. it back, yeah. Some of them are obsessed with their righteousness. Others... Violent and dangerous. None of them have much fun. Feels like they've been having fun with me. Hmm. You ever been the butt of a joke? Yes. Hmm. That's how I feel every time. I feel the symbol on my skin. Ah, I'm sorry, Grit. I mean, what can you do? Apparently, time heals things, so I'm just oh, getting older. <laughs> Maybe for mortals. Yeah. Well, ta da. And then the weight is gone in your palm. Mm. Anyone else doing anything? I'm trying to write a song about the sky. Okay. It's blue. <laughs> That's close. It's so loud. It reminds me of you. I'm There's a Cutlass song era. called Learning How to Fly that's sick. What? Oh, I was thinking of a song called Learning How to Fly. I was thinking of a fighter song, Learning How to Fly. Oh, dang. <laughs> anyway. Uh, both good songs. But anyway. Yeah. So, uh, back to the D&D &D section. <laughs> Uh, does anyone else do anything in the course of the dragon ride? I would like to say the whole time I'm talking to old, but like giggling out loud, but like talking in my head, <laughs> like chatting, like we're like like girl talk, like you know, like hee -hee -hee, uh -huh. you know, so like I'm giggling. You're like looking at people. You're like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you you turn to look at someone, and then like, sorry, I'm laugh. not Craig. I'm not Craig. No, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm giggling out loud, yeah. but I'm thinking things in my head with old. And as you hold the worm in your hand, at some point, like in your head. Uh, it's just, I mean, for all that bluster, 
don't go through them in doubt like a punk. <laughs> and you guys are just chatting and giggling away. You're having a good time with an eldritch de- like being and near old oh, one. So fun. Yeah. And um, uh, you guys fly. Holy crap, you're moving fast. Just soaring. At some point, Vilek dies back through the cloud and uh, as like you guys get past the storm because eventually you move like beyond it and you guys like kind of move back down around like 2500 feet in the atmosphere and uh, now that you guys can see below the ground oh shoot can I can I get a sciences check yes from, um from what happens everyone? if I stick my hand out the window you what I said from everyone if you want to. It's just yeah. intelligence, right? Yeah. I Unless you're proficient. We can talk about how to do the proficiency. <laughs> it says that I'm not proficient. <laughs> but I think I should be. Okay, we can talk ah, about this after. Okay. Oh, man. I got a, I got a seven. <laughs> so you don't have to. <laughs> hey! Sorry. You don't have to put that on my average. It's okay. <laughs> I got a 16. Oh! I got get a, wrecked! I got a 16 as well! Oh my gosh, up or down? I'm that jumping off. Sense. I'm jumping what off the plane. What was the original what? number? <laughs> 11? Man, okay. <laughs> Fire damage for me, Greta. No. But as you guys are, uh, as you guys are flying, like, miles per hour wouldn't be a term you all would use. Yeah. Because, like, you guys aren't specifically there. Um, but... <laughs> I mean that that's not no, that's not common nomenclature <laughs> at this point. But like in in a term of relative understanding yeah, that would apply to what Craig and Ro would understand. And me. Like a good reference <laughs> definitely not you. Mm-hmm. But like a good reference would be you guys are probably going like hundred and eighty, two hundred miles an hour right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't put your hand so Greta, out of the you window. You put your hand out of the out of the Lehman's tiny hut and it and as you stick your hand out and you like Greta gets thrown back into Boz just for putting her hand out from the drag and Boz catches you and he goes don't do that (laughs) he sets you back down your hand's like suddenly really cold and you have to like warm it up again I don't think I've ever heard Boz yell I'm gonna run up I'm gonna that's fine he goes oh concerned Landon and then he puts you back for him I'm gonna I'm gonna like sneak up behind Tell and put my cold hand on the back of his neck he's like uh don't put odds your odds are evens. Odds are evens. Evens. Six. Okay. Stick it on the deck. Don't put your hand out the window. <laughs> yeah. She sits back down and goes back to looking over the edge. Was he gonna tackle? <laughs> he throws um, you out. As he sits back down, he like sits down and you watch him take his hand off of his knife and then oh. put it back on the edge of the thing. Oh. Like, and then all of a sudden you're like. Oh yeah, he was a paranoid member of two criminal organizations. <laughs> Zoink. Uh, and he just kind of goes back to leaning back over, and you hear him breathing deeply after that. Uh, like I just bad. like yeah, you startled him. <laughs> hey, mission accomplished. Uh, and you guys soar. Soaring, flying. <laughs> and then another dragon shows up. Oh, <laughs> um, this one's not friendly. <laughs> good point. So. Eventually, you all fly beyond Dion's neck. Mm. Eventually, wait, you move on wait, wait, wait. to uh, the uh, Pialanat uh, region. Um, and this is filled with far more sage. It levels out. The valley becomes more even. It becomes sort of like almost... Uh, there's like a lot of like green and golden grasses, seas of it. And eventually, Craig, in the far distance, you start to see reaching Cragulus Mountains. Cragulous. 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 And they're 
tall and harsh, smooth domed at the top. Those are the mountains of Skonikov. And you have not seen them in months. You can see them in the distance. I My heart flutters. Guys, this is... This is all I knew before y'all. This is crazy. That means, like, this is... Like, before you guys, before all of that, like, this is... This is what my eyes were seeing. Well, definitely not from this angle. And it is but... wild, Craig, to see your home from... Or it's wild to see the world from this height, but... Yeah. It's crazy. So you can go back to your monologue. I apologize for interrupting your soliloquy. That was okay. I don't think I had anything more to say. It's just... I'm so thankful that you guys get to... I don't know, see where I'm from. I'm thankful too, Craig. <laughs> Why are I, you laughing? No, I, I, that was really. I, Greta was going to say something and then really she didn't, and thing. so I, I was laughing at. It was something old said earlier. Well, I'm having a moment. Every once in a while, there's just a rapid like, as like the orb goes flying by. Wait, he keeps jumping. <laughs> and then just flying every once in a while. Is it not? Is the he's is, just teleporting himself back and forth? Wait, but is Valak not like? Really not. He's not. I mean, it's a tiny object next to him. He's flying. You notice? His head's his head's fifteen feet that way, okay. and the orb just keeps flying by the. And then everyone smiles back in your hands, Craig, and old in your head just keeps going. <laughs> and you then are he so like a little kid. <laughs> flies by again. I am so glad we got that guy. And um, Shkonako approaches in the distance. Um, a booming voice rings out and you hear um, Vilek sort of his thundering voice roar out and he says um, I will land not far below wait that was old I will <laughs> land not far below and then he starts like his wings tilt down and he begins tapering down gliding. Ro, Ro goes um, on her loot and gives him bardic inspiration. Okay. Not that it means anything, but like as a bard, she never gets bardic inspiration herself, Aww. so she knows how it feels. Yeah. Like it like it would be cool as a bard to get it. Yeah. He just he just <laughs> <laughs> and you hear his like satisfied chortle as he feels it like sort of rain across him in light. Um eventually as you guys get like a couple hundred feet from the ground, he goes, um, is everyone holding on tight? You hear that old stop flying? <laughs> and then there's a weight in your pocket. Uh, <laughs> I was kidding. Says, get this strong grip. And everyone like so. wraps onto the yeah. side. Mm -hmm. And then he tucks his wings in and folds the left uh. wing in. And he just <gasps> full barrel rolls. Uh. And all of your stomachs churn. Uh. And your heads pull. And like you feel G-forces. And, and then he like... <laughs> Bottoms back out, and you guys and uh, Boz like I pressed the DJ. Thank you. And then you guys, and eventually he crashes into the ground. And the the amount the power is immense as you feel the impact on your chest. It's dragons are crazy. Did our ears pop? Yeah. No, nice. have we ever felt that before? Nope. Weird. Wow. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, did your ears make head. sounds <laughs> without there being sounds? Yeah, wings. I plucked my nose and it went away. I went. Fold in. And everybody can climb out of the saddle which, where the, the hut disappears. And you guys can like sort of slide down. <gasps> Do we feel weird walking? Yes. 
yeah. sea legs like to the kind max. of like after like running on a treadmill uh, yes it's it's very much that feeling everything feels weird um and you guys are you good Abby? no sorry about oh. you guys get off and you um walk around for a moment like away from him and then he <laughs> turns back into Vilek and he says um it was a pleasure meeting you my friends it's truly an honor. I'm excited to um, have dinner again. Well, you all know me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. This is not an optional thing. This is mandatory. No, I will hunt you down we and make you come do. to my home. We don't break promises. Right, fun guys? No, right. Yeah, no we haven't. We've got a good no, streak so far. What are promises? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll go get your father. And he looks to Tello and Tello just mm. nods sheepishly and he says, um, and always remember. And then when he turns into a giant <laughs> dragon, and, you go, and he just, when as he pushes the wings down, you guys all fall over again. And he just, <laughs> what did he want us to remember? That he's a dragon and he can hunt us down, Craig. <laughs> no, he's just messing with you guys. And um, you guys are standing at the bottom of the mountains where Skonokov lies in the middle. So, guys, there are so many captains. We should, like, we should be smart about this. Yeah. Boz sort of says, let's, let's just camp near yeah. the base and we'll, we'll make a plan. Yeah. I'll figure it yeah. out. It sounds great. Yeah. We can, what time is it? <laughs> Dude, that was an absolutely palpable eye roll. 3.47 p.m. with 29 seconds. And um, the fun guys start walking toward the mountains of... Skonikov. Mm. And that is where we are going to end episode 66. On all of Good stuff, you wee boodaloots. Oh, also, um, could could all three of you guys roll me a d6? A d6? A d6. A d6. A d6. A d6. A d6. I said a d6. You mean the cube? Got a five. I got a six. I got a three. Okay. As he's flying away, um, before he like fully leaves, Vilek turns around, he traces his fingers and mutters something and all this green magic traces over and it sort of like fires down in a line toward you, Ro, and I want you to make a, um, could you give me, oh, that's right, it just works. <laughs> um, those shoulders start moving, start jigging <laughs> back and forth and, uh, Otto's irresistible dance is cast on you and, um, <laughs> As you guys are headed toward the mountain, Rose just annoyed as she's kind of like conga lining there. <laughs> and then he flies away. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but otherwise, um, this is great. Guys, you guys gain. Rose another laughing and annoyed at the same time. 0 0.06 levels. Nice. And that was a great episode. Any final thoughts for the listeners? Hey, don't go riding dragons. Don't go back in my house. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Okay. Um, we're serious. We're at 8.77. Y'all said that's not far from my mouth is wrong. Woo, strong party. Wah, wah, wah. What? Um, <laughs> Landon, uh, we miss you. We do. Get better, buddy. Get better. Stop being all deadified. What? But, uh, Landon is not. Listener, I want to clarify that Landon is not dead. Oh, did or I get even that close. Hopefully, Landon, get better. Please. Anyway, he's fine. He just has an infection. Um, but, uh, <laughs> an infection? That's so terrifying. Good That's deal, ominous. Song. So, anyway, um, 
you guys. Good session. I don't know. Stuff. Patreon's cool. Go to the website. Um, yeah. There might be new map stuff Ooh. soon enough. Leave yeah. a review if you enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, just tell a friend. Raccoon, please. Yeah, yes. tell a friend. Yeah, tell a, tell a friend if you like the podcast. Tell, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Oh. Seriously, tell people that you know about the podcast. Get them yeah. into it. Um, we appreciate it. Yeah. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Um, technically speaking, a thought just occurred to me. Um, all the maps of Yalanpin are provided as well as like episode um, summaries. So if someone wanted to, they could run a Yalanpin, they could run an accidental <gasps> adventures campaign because we've also published the stat, the stats of all the characters on the website. Wow. So you guys could, could play as us. Someone oh my gosh. could totally pick any of their favorite oh accidental adventure one shots. They could use the map because it tells you where the maps are correlated to the episodes. Oh they gosh. could use the map for the episode. They could give out the stat blocks of the fun guys and they could use the descriptor of the episode as the setting for their own one shot. That's wild. That just occurred guys, to me. That is we so do great. a one shot where someone has a dream and we each have to play each other's character? Oh, yes. let's do it. <laughs> yes. Everyone is like, yes. And well, no, was like, oh, to be a dream. So like things like extreme lore wouldn't like get revealed obviously to us. Oh my gosh, that's us. such a good idea. I'm so glad you had that thought and that original idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What? What? Yo, what, Michael? Because <laughs> you had that idea for the dream camp, the dream thing. No, of, um, that was Bizarro World Dream. What? But it's the same concept. Are we talking about the, the one shot? Lord no, hey so go to the Patreon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a diss on you, Jackie. We have some very low <laughs> I promise. I don't know. Uh, whatever, sponsor. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Life is an incredible adventure, and you, listener, are a very, very important part of it. Amen. Maybe someday you can be somebody's Vilek, right? So just care about other people. Help them out. Um, mm. You have any final thoughts? Can I do the thing? Yeah, do the thing. Skibbity-wop-da-da. Skibbity-wop-da-da. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.